Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, well, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you live on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber, an absolute pleasure to be with you this Friday as I uh, get ready, as we get ready for a wonderful weekend in the Premier League. Big, big matches ahead of us, including a huge Manchester derby and a big test for Liverpool, who will face West Ham United in London. Everton, Tottenham, also another marquee matchup, really a, we are chock full of huge matches to talk about today. So stick with me. We're going to give you each and every match. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to give you my pick. It's a great show. It's our Friday pundits, Premier League prognostication preview and pick show because you can't have enough peas in your Friday. So there we go. Uh, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Always a pleasure and a privilege to have you with me. And if you're listening on one of our digital channels, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app, or our podcast, uh, which you can get on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes or you know Spotify, iHeart, and of course our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Podcast Network. Welcome one, welcome all. If you have something to say, love to hear from you. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, yesterday, we touched very briefly on the fact that Fox Sports have actually picked up the rights for the Euros going forward, as well as the Europa Nations League, um, the UEFA Nations League, and a bunch of other uh, uh, UEFA tournaments. Uh, interesting. One wonders if they are in the bidding game for the Premier League, which currently sits with NBC, but those rights are up for renewal. So we're going to go down all the matches. Of course, we'll go around the back pages, take a look at some of the stories making waves in football. We're going to talk about Antonio Conte and what he has on his plate at Tottenham Hotspur. And also the managerial merry-go-round is always a healthy and hearty topic on the show all right that's what we got for you today i hope you'll stay with me it's friday it's my favorite show it is according to our statistics your favorite show as well so this is when you're going to want to stay with me right here nick eber world soccer radio i will be right back after this I tell you, I love Elvis Costello. That uh, I don't want to go to Chelsea, and I wonder—that's the name of that song—and I wonder if that is what Burnley are thinking as they get ready to play Chelsea at Stamford Bridge on Saturday in a match that sees them as plus eleven hundred, plus eleven hundred underdogs. Mm. Big number. Listen, I, I like to bet on sports. It is a fun thing for me. It's it's not part of my lifestyle. I don't bet big money, but it really is a load of fun. If you got like ten, twenty, fifty bucks riding on a game, and maybe you could make you know two, three hundred bucks off it. It's great. The place I go 
The site I use and have for many, many years is betonline.ag. Why do I use them? Well, first of all, easy to get money in, easy to get money out. But most of all, they have every sport you might want to bet on, whether it's basketball, the NFL, college gridiron, boxing, MMA, tennis, golf. Of course, every iteration of soccer you might want, whether it's the Premier League, the Champions League, the Europa League, Major League Soccer, Serie A, La Liga, the Bundesliga, Ligue 1, the Cameroonian 4th Division. They got it all for you. They've even got your favorite Vegas casino games. Look, don't wait. Head over there right now. Put in the code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50%, guys. You're automatically going to come out ahead, right? So don't forget to use the promo code BLEAV50 to receive that uh, bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So I'll be giving you some odds uh, this uh, today for the Premier League with uh, coming from Bet Online, and you know I did pretty. Well. I did sixty-eight percent over midweek in the Champions League, which is you know pretty good. I think for me the big win was getting the uh, the draw on the AC Milan Porto. I got that score spot on. It always feels good when you get it. My Premier League predictions the last two weeks have not been the greatest. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. I used to have a girlfriend say it all the time. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd say, well, why would you say that? Does that mean if you don't preface something by saying I'm not going to lie to you, it means everything else you tell me is a lie? Yeah, I don't know. Think about that one. Sometimes a figure of speech is more than just a figure of speech. Just like sometimes a cigar is more than just is not just a cigar, right, Sigmund Freud? Okay, uh, so we've got a lot of big matches to get to. Uh, some interesting stories are rolling around the back pages. A Roma boss, uh, Jose Mourinho, has said he wants Ruben Loftus-Cheek at Chelsea and Harry Winks, who's at Tottenham, uh, for Roma. Roma are not doing well right now. He is having a hell of a time. He has really does have a somewhat substandard, subpar squad. And, you know, I'm wondering... Uh, we talk about managers and high-flying uh, stars, and you know Jose Jose Mourinho's star has really fallen a lot, hasn't it? From being the special one to just being kind of the average one. I mean, I, I'm a Jose Mourinho fan. Don't get me wrong, but right now Roma are 19 points. Pardon me. Are let's say yeah, they have 19 points in Serie A. 19. Uh, is that, pardon me, uh, yeah, Roma have 19 points. They've lost four matches. Are you ready for this? They are 12 points behind league leaders Napoli, and I love to hear that because I'm, uh, I'm a personal acquaintance of the owner of Napoli, Aurelio De Laurentiis, who is one of the nicest, sweetest, and most charming men you will ever meet, especially given the fact that he happens to be a very happy billionaire, which is a good, a good way to be, I think, don't you? Uh, anyway... Um, so he's looking for a couple of big signings. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see because, first of all, why would you want to go to Roma? Even if you're not getting the time that you want, it's kind of it's just a downgrade. It's not like you're going to Napoli, you're going to AC Milan, you're going to Roma. A once great club, don't get me wrong, but certainly once great is the name of the game. Speaking of managers... 
Um, Antonio Conte has been told in no uncertain in no uncertain terms that he will be signing absolutely zero players from his previous club. And, you know, that's a problem because generally, you know, a manager comes in and they want to bring in some players that they know that they're comfortable with, that knows them, that kind of lead the way. So he will not be able to go to Inter Milan and, and poach any players whatsoever. They're saying there's just going to be an absolute block on it. So we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, United have denied that they're going to give Paul Pogba a coaching, uh, Paul Pogba, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo a uh, coaching role in the club. Well, uh, you know, I, I don't know. what. Uh, I, listen, I know what his playing chops are, but I certainly don't know what his, um, I certainly don't know what his coaching chops are. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. And I wonder just how many years Ronaldo has. I mean, right now he's looking fantastic, right? Everyone's talking about how he is, quote, papering over the cracks of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's management. And and that may be true, and maybe that's something at some point that we should talk about. Uh, but for the time being, he's certainly keeping United in any sort of discussion about in the top part of the table. I think without him, they would seriously be in dire, dire straits. Uh, speaking of which, another great band. Um, so... Those are some of the stories. We're still going to watch the manager's situation because it's just, you know, the situation at Newcastle is, to me, this is really a fascinating thing to watch because it's such an unusual situation that you have a team that is as bad as they are right now, and they are horrible, don't get me wrong, with a fairly weak squad, despite having, you know, John Joe Shelby in the squad. Okay, there we go. If you ever watched the, the Liverpool documentary, remember when he came on? John Joe. But they are a, a, a weak team. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And they have huge owners, huge expectations. And right now, the manager is the caretaker manager, Graham Jones. Because Steve Bruce has left because he couldn't get a win out of them. So they want to hire a manager to build for the future and to go on to great things and challenge the other teams at the top of the table. But right now, they're worried about just getting relegated out of the Premier League. And that is why this is so interesting. Because in the past, when we've had this situation happen, when you know an Abramovich comes in or a Sheikh Djibouti comes in at Manchester City or you know whoever, there's been fewer other incumbents who are in a position to challenge. So when Chelsea came in, I mean, Man United were the big, the big you know, monster, right? Financial monster, a winning monster, title monster at the time. And so, you know, it was really, that was who they set the targets on. Well, you know, when United looked to dominate the Premier League, their single target was Liverpool. Of course, this was before the Premier League era or right at the start of the Premier League era. But now it's so different because you've got so many teams that have massive funding, that are sitting at the top of the table, that can do just about, that can can compete in any tournament, at any time, that's capable of going all the way to the semis in the Champions League or winning it. I mean, it, it is a very, very difficult proposition. 
And those guys that got in earlier with the big money have had the chance to build the infrastructure and the team and have, you know, the benefit of, you know, 10, 12, 15 years constant Premier League participation without having to fight for relegation. Constant European money. So it, it, it is an interesting situation. We're going to keep watching how the Saudis navigate this situation at Newcastle is really one of the most interesting studies in football and football business I think you're going to see in a long time. All right, well, speaking of football and the business of football, we're all over the business of the Premier League. When we come back, let's start our Premier League picks and predictions right after these messages. Ah, the late, great Ian Drury with Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll for you. Welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. Got a full slate of Premier League matches, going to give you my picks and reasons for those picks in just a few minutes, because it is our Friday pundits, Premier League picks, previews, prognostication, and... I don't know, give me another P show. <laughs> we'll get to everything for you. Uh, as I said, we're presented by betonline.ag in there. Anyway, uh, welcome back. Find me on Twitter, at Nikibra, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Just a reminder, I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, and then again, nine, and then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America. So we have a lot of interesting matches Coming up, the marquee matches on the weekend are clearly the Manchester derby, which has so many more ramifications this year than in other years. One of the interesting facets about it this year is that, you know, it's an unusual year because you have a situation where you have a Manchester United team that seems to be a machine held together with bubblegum and and rubber bands and love. And you have a Manchester City side that's struggling, believe it or not, coming off a 2-0 loss at home to Crystal Palace for their second loss in the season. So, you know, they've actually dropped eight points so far this season. Ten points, excuse me, ten points. Which is unusual for City. Particularly in a title race where they're being pushed hard by Chelsea and Liverpool. Liverpool who have yet to lose a game. Chelsea who have only lost one and drawn one and are otherwise perfect. So it, that's what makes this derby so interesting and then on the other side we talked about man united being held together by you know rubber band and 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 love the manager's under enormous pressure now maybe maybe that pressure has been you know ameliorated a little bit with antonio conte going to tottenham but i'm not sure antonio conte anyway was ever really the right manager for manchester united you know, we talk about that long-term view. Uh, we talk about it a lot on this show. It's one of the recurring themes along with the cycles of football. I'm trying to, you know, the philosophy, footballing philosophy by Nick Gieber. 
But I think the next Man United manager is possibly currently managing at Leicester City. I think the guy they really want is Brendan Rodgers. Although, if you believe the papers, Man City are thinking Brendan Rodgers is the long-term substitute, the long-term replacement for Pep Guardiola when he retires. Well, if you're Brendan Rodgers, aren't you smiling? You're currently managing a team in 11th spot in the Premier League. A team that's lost four games and drawn two out of 10 this season. You have 14 points on the season. You're leaking goals. And you're nowhere near the pace of the top five, including in that top five, a Man United team that, quite frankly, if it wasn't for Cristiano Ronaldo, would be in a lot worse shape right now. So the ramifications of this derby match are just massive. And then, of course, you have all the normal ramifications of a derby match. Bragging rights, intercity rivalry, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be an absolutely fascinating game to watch. And if you watch Man United midweek against Atalanta, hmm, <laughs> you know, I have said on this show many times, the two greatest big game players in the history of football to me are Diego Armando Maradona and Cristiano Ronaldo. One is long retired and deceased. The other is far from it. He's still playing. Yeah, he's at the tail end of his career. But my God, if you watch that guy pull that point back for United in the last dying breath of that game against Atalanta, you have to be absolutely gobsmacked at just how incredible this guy is, right? So this is the game you're going to want to watch. I'm going to tell you who I'm going to pick to win it in a little bit, but I'm just kind of previewing some of these matches. Another massive match. West Ham United against Liverpool. West Ham United are having a phenomenal season. And the great thing about it is that you look and you smile at David Moyes and the job he's doing is exactly the job you would expect him to do. Steady hands, steady hands, steady hands. Build it, build it organically, build it slowly, bring the right players in, put the system in, put your scientific training techniques in, and success will come. And that is exactly where West Ham United are. I, I cannot overstate to you the quality job that David Moyes is doing. And it, it, funnily enough, as Man United look potentially to Brendan Rodgers as the long-term replacement, they have to be kicking themselves that they had their long-term replacement but were far too quick to pull the trigger on David Moyes at United after the Ferguson handoff. So this Liverpool-West um, Ham United match is literally could flip the tables right now. If West Ham win, they'll go to 23 points. Liverpool be at 22 points. If Liverpool win, they'll be at 26, uh, 25 points. Obviously still behind Chelsea, who, you know, well, 
Burnley have a very tough match ahead of them. We'll talk about uh, I'm not giving you my picks, okay? But I'm just telling you. Huge match. Massive ramifications for the title race because there is no room for error in this title race. Zero room for error. Brighton-Newcastle. A huge match for Newcastle United. They need to get points on the board to get out of the drop zone. New manager, old manager, it doesn't matter. It could be a manager coming in to try to take them up from the championship. We're going to see if the Saudis are really in this for the long haul. Because they may very well be owning a championship team at the rate Newcastle are going. And I'm not sure there's anything any manager on the planet right now can do about it. Not because Newcastle can't improve, because they can. But because outside of Norwich City, there's no other really, really, really crap teams in the Premier League. I mean, Burnley have had a, a rough start, but they're not... A, I wouldn't say Burnley are a crap team. I wouldn't say Leeds United are a rubbish team, or Watford, or Villa. Certainly not Villa, Southampton, and Palace, and Brentford. And I mean, the, this is who Newcastle have to swim against the tide against to get out of the drop zone. So it's highly unlikely that we're going to see an overnight change. I think it's going to take an almighty implosion by somebody else to put pressure down to the bottom to lift Newcastle up at this point. They have scored 11 goals on the season. Okay, it's more than Leeds, it's more than Burnley, and it's certainly more than Norwich. But they, listen to this, they have, they have conceded 23 goals in 10 games. They're conceding 2.3 goals a game. The only team worse is Norwich, and they're not far behind. I mean, they're not far in front at 25 goals. I mean, they have to do something, and a match against Brighton, who are who really have lost only one in the last five, is a very tough outing for them, by the way. I mean, Brighton fought Liverpool at Anfield to a 2-2 draw. And this one is away in Brighton. So this is a great game to watch, too. I'm just a previewing for them. Arsenal-Watford, another interesting game, because, uh, you know, Arsenal had a really, really, really crappy start to the season, and... Uh, uh, Mikel Arteta, uh, contrary to what I thought he would do, has managed to turn it around. In fact, they haven't lost a game since the end of August when they got whomped, thumped, and disposed of by Manchester City by a score of five goals to nil. And at that point, it just looked terrible. They were dead bottom of the table. But now look at them. They're in sixth spot. They've, they haven't lost since that time. They've not lost in seven games. And by the way, I, I want to say that's five wins and two draws. So, I mean, it's a really, really good number. So, it's a, bit, it's a big game. Watford need the points. They want to swim away from that sucking vortex of relegation. Leeds-Leicester, another huge match. Leicester City struggling. Leeds struggling. Both of them looking for a little light at the end of the tunnel. So, really exciting stuff to look forward to. When we come back, I'm going to give you my predictions. I'm going to give you my breakdown. Tell you who I think is going to win and why. And, of course, I'll give you some odds 
courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'm going to gather my notes, my thoughts, have a drink of water, that is. <laughs> so when we come back, I'm going to give you the winners this weekend. Cheers. Stay with me. Network, Sirius XM, Nick Eber with you here. Uh, it's time for the Premier League preview and picks and prognostications and fine punditry that I like to perform every Friday as we get ready for a big Premier League weekend. Let's kick it all off. Uh, I, you know, I would say let's kick it all off with the first match, the biggest match of the weekend. Uh, which it would be Manchester United, Man City. That is actually the, I won't say that's the early match, I think, on Saturday. Uh, but let's, let, let's kind of move it around a bit. Let's, let's tease it, shall we? Let's not just jump in and give it all away. By the way, we are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and the only place that you can go that has everything you want, easy, accessible, right there, BetOnline, where the game starts. Um. Let's start with Brentford-Norwich, shall we? Because this is a very important game. Brentford, uh, the Bees, uh, have been up until uh, early October uh, when they beat West Ham 2-1, were right up at the top half of the table in uh, seventh spot. Uh, For a promoted team, they have been absolutely a joy, pure joy to watch uh, because they play sort of um with abandon you know they it's like they're not uh, they're not uh they're pressure free the last few games though i think they've been under a bit more pressure uh you know especially after that west ham win and as a result they've had losses against chelsea which one would expect losses against leicester and a loss against Burnley. That was really the surprise for me because Burnley really aren't a very good team. Uh, I mean, they are a okay team. I would say they're playing better than their current league position would suggest. But, I, you know, it, it, it's tough. And this is why this is such an important game because they are playing against the absolutely worst team in the Premier League. They were in the championship uh, the, you know, they were in the championship together last season, but they are playing a, game, uh, a team of just such awful proportions that if they don't win this, I think it just could be an absolute meltdown for them. So they've lost three in a row. I fully expect that they're going to win this one. And if you watch Norwich go down to Leeds last weekend, um I mean, you know, they weren't all that bad, but they, they just, you know, there's something something missing and i and i just have to wonder if daniel farker's on his way out um the thing about brentford is they keep playing they keep at it they've got that sort of stick to itness that you have to admire 
and appreciate. Anyway, they're going to win the game. So I'm predicting a Brentford will win. Choose Brentford. And right now, <clears throat> they are minus 160. So they are big prohibitive uh, home favorites to win there. Chelsea Burnley is the next one. We'll take a look at this one. Chelsea, on the other hand, are flying high. They have lost a game on the season. They've drawn one. But other than that, they have been absolutely perfect. They are not conceding any goals. And that's why Chelsea are so damned good. And they're scoring goals as well. There are only three goals behind Liverpool in terms of scoring pace. Their last game out, they beat Newcastle 3 0. I'll say this it, it did, it's like it took them a long time to start really getting into the game. I don't think that game really developed really until the second half. Uh, but once it did, and Newcastle conceded the first one, it was, you know, there was only one result. I actually was kind of hopeful at the time. I thought, okay, maybe Chelsea will get a draw here, but no way. Chelsea are good. Chelsea will slip up this season. There is no doubt in my mind. However, it's not going to be against Burnley, who, despite what we said, despite beating uh, Brentford and getting their first win of the season, uh, they will not win this game. And uh, the scoreline will be three goals to nil. I'm going to take Chelsea minus 375. I tend to take too long on this. I know, guys. I know. I'm going to get through it all. Um Crystal Palace Wolves, another, you know, I say another interesting game. They're all interesting at this point in the season. Palace had a bit of a rough stretch going on. And in fact, I suppose you could kind of say they're still in a rough stretch. Um, they have only won two games. Is it two games on the season? Up until last weekend, it was only one game on the season when they believe, when they beat Man City of all, of all things. The other game they beat, the other team they beat was Tottenham. But they've been draw specialists, okay? They have six draws on the season. That's keeping them sort of up in the top ten. This team is better than they should be. I mean, I mean, it should be getting better results than they have been. It's kind of an odd one, isn't it? Um, Wolves, on the other hand, I mean, you know, they're, they're doing really well. The last game they lost was uh, middle of September when they lost to Brentford, but they've had wins against uh, Southampton, wins against Newcastle, wins against Aston Villa, wins against Everton, and a draw against Leeds. So the results have been really good. It's going to be hard for me to really choose Crystal Palace on this one. I think on this one, I'm going to take a draw plus 220. Take the draw plus 220. Ooh, we did uh, Brighton Newcastle, right? Is that, did we, we didn't do Brighton Newcastle. Okay, sorry, guys. Yes, let's do Brighton Newcastle. Um, that's the next one on the Saturday. Brighton have looked really good at times. They went, they lost the last game out against Liverpool. Oh, pardon me, they got the draw against Liverpool, and that was a thoroughly deserved draw. They've also become a little bit of a draw specialist of late, drawing four of their last five. They lost to Man City 4-1 right before then. But look, Man City are no Newcastle. By the way, Newcastle, we were talking in the last segment about managers. It, you know, it looks like Eddie Howe is their guy, and, and that to me is just, 
tells you everything you want to know about ownership. Because what they're doing is they're bringing in a guy that has gotten teams promoted from League One to the Championship, the Championship to the Premier League, been relegated from the Premier League, and got teams back up again, and also a manager that's managed to keep teams in the Premier League. So clearly they're looking at Eddie Howe as the next transitional manager. Uh, be that as it may, they're not going to win this game. Brighton Hove Albion are going to win this game. They are minus 155. Let's move along to the Manchester Derby just in case we run out of time because I don't have all that long. And, you know, United got that win over Tottenham last week. That was really good, but it was not a great game because Spurs are terrible. Then they had the 2-2 against Atalanta midweek, which saw Cristiano Ronaldo sort of dig them out at the absolute last, um, last minute. And um, defensively, they're absolutely horrible. So there's just no way that I can see United winning this game against City. I know it's a derby. I know traditionally we throw current form out the window, but I'm not going to do that. I'm saying City are going to win this, minus 135. There's no way Man United's defense will hold City off the score sheet. And City's incredible defensive prowess, I think, will keep them in this game. It will, will allow them to win this game. So that, that's my prediction. All right, let's go on, shall we, to Sunday. Let's start with the Sunday matches, and we will go to Everton-Tottenham. This is a really important game for both of these clubs. They've both been struggling of late. Of course, Tottenham have a new manager, Antonio Conte. They did really well with him midweek. Uh, in Europe with Conte at the helm. That was a big win. They're still struggling. They're still pretty awful. Then Everton under Rafa Benitez has definitely hit a tough spell. There's no doubt about it. And it's Dominic Calvert-Lewin being out of the squad. That is a huge problem going on there. Um, The thing is, is that when you've got a new manager like Conte and you've got players like Harry Kane and uh, and Son Hyun Min in the team, they're going to want to play for Conte. They're going to want to make a statement. So Spurs are going to win this game. And I think that's what I picked here. I picked, I actually picked a draw, but I'm going to say Spurs were going to win at Goodison plus 140. Leeds, Leicester City. Oh, this is sort of a hard one, actually, because uh, if you look at them and the way they work, Leeds really haven't changed the way they play. And Leicester City are a really good club. They're just not playing very well. Uh, They've started to sort of pull it back a little bit as we go. The problem with Leeds United is that they are attacking with verve and vigor, but they are completely incapable of defending. And if you think about someone like Jamie Vardy getting behind the defense, it's hard to see Leeds winning this one. So for Leeds, Leicester City, I'm going to go ahead and take um, Leicester City for this one plus 155. Okay, Arsenal-Watford is the next one, and Arsenal really have been improving enormously. We talked about that. Uh, Watford, you know, they got a good win. They desperately needed it against uh, Everton when they beat them 5-2 at Goodison, which was a shocking result. But, you know, they've had one win in their last, what, five games? And then they've actually had two wins in their last nine games? So, I mean, that, and that was a 3-1 victory against Norwich. So I, I, I'm still not sold on Watford. I still think they're going to be a part of the relegation fight for a long time. And I think it's a really good time for Arsenal to be playing Watford because Arsenal are looking to improve 
on, uh, you know, what was a rocky start to the season, but it's been really, really good since then. I think they're looking to keep this going, and I think they're going to. So I'm going to go ahead and take the the win for Arsenal um, at the uh, at the Emirates minus two forty five. I'm going to take Arsenal, and finally West Ham Liverpool for the other quote marquee matchup of the weekend, and this is not going to be an easy game for Liverpool to keep their run going. Um, West Ham, London Stadium is a, a tough place to go play. There's a big atmosphere. There's a big crowd. West Ham are doing really well this season, and I think they're you know really behind the team. Um, however, the thing is with Liverpool, when you're facing a team with clearly the best front three in global football, we know Firmino's injured, so it's going to be uh, Mane, Salah, and Diogo Jota up front. I just, you know, West Ham are conceding goals. They've conceded 11 on the season, and you just can't do it. So I'm going to go with a Liverpool win here um, away in London with a 2-1 scoreline. So there you go, Liverpool win. All right, when we come back after the break, I'm going to recap all of my picks for you and remind you to go to betonline.ag if you're going to place a bet. But just do so responsibly. You know, Don't be an idiot about it. Don't spend more money than you have. Okay? Hopefully I'll do better than I did last week with my picks. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it's, you know, it's not a science, obviously. A lot of this... By the way, a lot of my picks for these games aren't so much the X's and O's. A lot of my picks for these games have more to do with the emotion the psychology of teams whether they're in a win streak are they losing did they come off a big victory you know how's the situation in the back room that sort of stuff that's really where a lot of my focus on some of my picks yeah you got to know the x's and o's and do they have good players and how do they play and how to tactically do they match up but if you do, that's only 50 percent of it i think i don't think it's any more than that all right this is world soccer radio i'm nick eber on this sports byline broadcast network also sirius xm I'll uh, be back with you right on the other side of the break. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sirius XM, and the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also, the America Forces Network, as well as iHeartRadio. Tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. And if you miss any part of the show, you can always check us out on our podcast network. That is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V Podcast Network. Or iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, great to be with you. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, then at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, then again, midnight Pacific. That's 3 a.m. on the East Coast on these very networks. And if again, you can get the podcast if you miss any part of it. But this is the Friday Premier League Pundits preview, prediction, and pick show. So let's get on with it. I'll recap what I did. Uh, Southampton Villa. Well, we don't need to tell you that one. That's already happened. Okay. Uh, Manchester City, Man United. Take City at Old Trafford in the big Manchester derby. Crystal Palace, Wolves. I'm saying go for a draw on that one. Plus 220. Again, all odds courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag, where the game's at. Chelsea, Burnley at Stamford Bridge. 
I'm going to take Chelsea, minus 375. Brentford, Norwich. I'm going to take the Bees. Continue the pain for the Canaries. They're going to sting the Canaries. Minus 160 for Brentford. And Brighton, Newcastle. I'm going to take a Brighton, the minus 155 again. More problems for Newcastle. Looks like maybe Eddie Howe sooner rather than later. Everton, Tottenham at Goodison. Oh, poor Rafa. I'm going to give this one to Tottenham. I think Conte's arrival will be just a little bit too much. Leeds, Leicester. Going with Leicester City to win at Ellen Road. Arsenal, Watford. I'm saying Arsenal will take it at the Emirates. And West Ham, Liverpool. I'm giving this one to the Reds at the London Stadium at minus 135. All right. Those are my picks. Hope you enjoy the matches this weekend. I'll check back with you Monday, same time, same place, same channel. Let's see how I did. Love to hear from you. Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Till Monday, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.